0: Thanks for joining our show today on Rediscovering Earth's Lost Topography as we jump into the fascinating world of Earth's topography and reconnecting with nature. Remember to venture outdoors, embrace the beauty of the natural world, and equip yourself with the right gear to make the most of your adventure. Until next time, stay curious, stay adventurous, and keep exploring the wonders of our planet and what it has to offer. I'm excited to welcome our special guest today, Alyssa Peterson. Alyssa is a highly qualified angler in many areas. Alyssa has a lot of great knowledge to offer Thanks for being on the show today with us, Alyssa.
1: Thanks for having me, Ron. Join us on an immersive exploration of Earth's ever-changing topography, from towering mountains to winding rivers and everything in between. Each episode, will uncover the geological marvels and forgotten terrains that shape our world, inspiring you to see the planet in a whole new light. Get ready to rediscover Earth's lost topography with us. And to share a little bit about myself and background, um, I come from a military family and we moved a lot growing up. I started off here in Missouri at Whiteman's Air Force Base, then moved to Colorado Springs, Washington, D.C., Las Vegas, Anchorage, Alaska, then back to Missouri. I'd say my love for the outdoors definitely started from the moment I could stand, thanks to my dad. And to this day, he's still my fishing and hunting buddy. And just about every two years, we make it back to Alaska to go fishing. I enjoy just about every shape and form of anything involving the outdoors, fishing being one of my favorites.
0: So what are some of the things that you've done when you get to Alaska?
1: Well, enjoy the view down because the area is so scenic and gorgeous. Um, Even in the airport, before you get to your rental car and get your baggage, um, there's a lot of great... Um, Artwork in the airport, taxidermy, you will see a state record halibut, a bull moose. Um, So take your time um, while you get to your rental car and grab your baggage before hitting the road. From there, uh, we'll typically drive straight down to the Canine and Cooper Landing from Anchorage. Um, I highly recommend stopping. There's a lot of really great um, scenic spots to stop at, so take your time. Um, One of those spots is called Beluga Point. And just as, like the name, you might get lucky and see some beluga whales swimming in and chasing salmon. It's a great place to take a scenic uh, photography or video of you and your family. Down the road from there, there's a gold panning place. That's also a fun uh, pit stop. And then from there, um, I love stopping at Bird Creek. So That's a great place to see people fishing for silver, silvers or pinks coming in Um, and if you've already bought in your fishing license then that's a great place to just jump in and and go for it if you can't wait to get down to the canine depending on the time of year that you're down there the fireweed is absolutely beautiful it's a really vibrant fiery red and pink against the green vegetation there's tons of wildlife moose bears bald eagles mountain goats whales and the list goes on um, there's really pretty waterfalls um, from melting snow and glaciers that you can stop at as well. You might get lucky and come across some wild blueberries or raspberries. But really, there's, there's so much to enjoy. You'll really have to just pick and choose what your favorites are, and that's probably what the hardest part is. From there, we typically go straight into the Russian River Ferry. Um, when you pull into the parking lot, they'll tell you if the fishing is hot or not that day. If the numbers are really good, You can usually keep between, they'll tell you if it's six or more. Um, If not, then they usually only let you keep three. It's a great place to stop and camp. And there's two sides of the river to fish. On the main side, which is where you can camp and whatnot, the fishing is decent. um, But if you take the ferry across, uh, I think the fishing is just phenomenal. They'll go over when you go across um, the different signals. So when a horn blows, that typically means a fairy's going across the last time for the evening. And if there's multiple horn blows, that means there is a bear in the area and to be very observant of your surroundings. Now is when the fun begins. This is where you can experience combat fishing, which is when you'll be fishing shoulder to shoulder with people using a technique called flossing. So typically you will have a egg weight on, a bead, a swivel, an arm's length leader, and a Russian river fly. And you're flipping that weight upstream and letting it tick down. And that lining leader is going to floss through the salmon's mouth. And upon that moment you'll yell fish on. And hopefully the people next to you will give you a little bit of space to land um, that salmon. Um, if the salmon numbers aren't great that day when you visit, don't get discouraged. The trout fishing down here is amazing. So definitely bring your nine foot five weight right, your nine foot five weight rod. Uh, another option if the salmon um, numbers aren't coming through the day you visit, um, there's Quartz Creek that's not far from the canine. Um you can chase some Dolly Varden that are following the salmon upstream. If you manage to catch one of these fish, they are absolutely beautiful. And if uh, combat fishing is not your cup of tea, then I highly suggest hiking up to the Russian River Falls. <coughs> Excuse me. While it is a decent six-mile hike, it is definitely worth it. Um, watching the salmon climb and jump upstream. Um, some of the vegetation when you're walking back there is actually it's so big, it feels like a dinosaur could step out at any moment uh, from there if you're not going up to the falls um, i highly recommend checking out resurrection Creek, connecting to hope creek the bay is absolutely gorgeous they have a lot of small businesses right there with beverages and books that really gives off the true alaskan feel and this is this should be your first salmon experience especially if you were bringing your family and have kids It's a great camping spot and a great place to practice that flossing salmon technique and to be able to catch your first salmon. And the reason being is that the pink salmon typically come in in such large quantities every year and a half. So this year, 2024, the salmon will be coming in in large numbers. And the following year, they'll still um, go up to spawn, but in smaller quantities. Um, description to do list. So when you're planning to take a trip to Alaska, this is definitely something you will want to book at least one year in advance. Otherwise, you're going to have some trouble finding accommodations um, around the salmon run. Some what to bring. Uh, let's go over some of the basics for gear. Well, it can be 75 and sunny. Hiking and waiting for fishing, you'll definitely want to have a good quality pair of warm socks. Um, I can't express this enough. If you, your boots are too tight and you're not wearing the proper socks, the glacier streams are extremely cold and you just don't want to ruin your fishing trip. So it's important to wear quality gear. Um, along with that, um, I also like to wear good quality thermal base layers, gloves, hats, and sometimes you make sure that you have the proper rain gear, because, rain gear because sometimes it can rain a lot. But instead of getting upset, um, I have to show that some of my favorite fishing experiences have been when it is raining. I actually have a short video posted of one of my favorite moments fishing um, in a, during a warm summer rain on the Russian. Um, I have that on my Instagram channel called Alaskamo-Outdoors. While I'm not on social media a lot, I'll occasionally share some videos and pictures of adventures to connect with others who also enjoy who, have, who also enjoy the outdoors. So you guys are welcome to follow me on there. But back to the gear, you'll want to get a good set of waders, whether it's lightweight or neoprene, uh, that goes along with what type of thermal base layers you'll be wearing with those waders. You'll want something that's not too baggy but not too tight. And then when picking out boots with your waders you'll want to pick a shoe size one size up so that way you have some wiggle room and your feet don't get cold and then while on the river it's very important not just to wear polarized sunglasses but some type of eyewear to protect your eyes while combat fishing just in case a split shot comes flying back um, or um, if the person next to you is not looking and swings their weight your hook you would hate to get a hook in the eye so that helps protect your eyes, and that's very important. And believe it or not, you might need some sunscreen. So without water reflection, I've actually have gotten a sunburn in Alaska, so make sure you bring some sunscreen with you. Um, bug spray. While most of the of areas I've gone to, the bugs were not bad. Um, there was a few creeks that I explored where the mosquitoes came out pretty heavy. So I like to use Sawyer bug spray. That helps keep the mosquitoes at bay. Along with that, I always bring out a first aid kit. While I haven't had to break it out on my trips, um, I'd imagine if I accidentally pricked my finger with a hook or anything, that would be handy to have. Um, And while exploring these creeks, I also have, I'm wearing a bear bell. I have bear spray. And something else new that I added to my pack this year was a survival whistle. Um, I added one in by storm, so that way, in case I'm using the restroom and run into an issue, I can blow that whistle or I could potentially blow that and deter a bear from coming down the same path as me. But in terms of fishing gear, gear will always vary uh, based on what species you will be targeting. So when I typically go um, the end of July into August, we're targeting the sockeye, the red salmon. So in this situation, you definitely will want to have a nine, 10 foot, eight, nine weight fly rod with a, in a reel with a decent carbon fiber drag system. And if you're not using a fly rod, you might want to consider a good quality spinning or salmon steel setup with at least 17-pound test line. And again, you'll be using egg weights, a bead so that egg weight doesn't mesh into your swivel, about an arm's length leader, and a Russian river fly. And I'll give you one tip. With these Russian river flies, they'll have a quite a bit of hackle on there, you can trim that hackle back to get that Russian river fly down to the rocks faster. And based on where you're fishing and the speed of the river, you're going to have to use different um, variants of weight, but you'll want to feel that weight ticking across the bottom. If it's just flying downstream, you need to add another one to get that down to the fish and have your leader run through its mouth. Uh, but there's tons of great places to go and buy these. We usually stop at a Freddie Meyer to grab our fishing license and some extra flies. There are also some great fly shops along the way to stop at and support, such as the Salmon Run. And this is a great place to bring up where would you store your salmon after you're done fishing. This is an outfitting business where you can, after you've filleted your fish, take it there. They can also help you fillet your fish, have it vacuum sealed, frozen, and let them know when you want to ship that uh, salmon home. So if you're not going to stop at a business like that, You definitely want to bring a vacuum sealer, bags, and have a seafood cooler to ship it back on the airline with you. Um, Other setups that you can do. Some areas you can use a hook with yarn, but I'm not going to speak on regulations too much because this is something you must always do your research on yourself before fishing an area. So while that may change from year to year, before I go out on any river, I make sure I look it up. And if I have any questions, I'll reach out to the local fish and wildlife department and make sure I'm following all those rules and regulations so that I don't get a a ticket and ruin my trip. Another helpful piece of gear to have is a net. While you can bank some salmon up on the rocks with you, in some areas that's just not uh, a feasible thing, so stopping somewhere and getting a net and having someone helping below you will help set it up for a successful fishing trip. So I highly recommend having one. Another thing you may want to use is a salmon club. Otherwise, you might be on shore using a rock instead. And the reason being is when you're landing a big fish, sometimes they have razor sharp teeth. And with removing that Russian river fly, if you make a mistake, you can get a hook in your hand or cut your hand open. So it is recommended and it's part of the Alaskan way to have an Alaskan club with you or to make one next to that, you will definitely want to bring a fish stringer with you. If you don't have one, you may be looking for a stick to carry it out with your buddy, which also makes for a great picture, but I I prefer having a fish stringer on me. And something to remember is that even if you're letting the salmon go, they're going through that salmon cycle. So as they climb the river to go up and spawn, all of the salmon will be dying at the end, and then the cycle repeats, and instinctively they will... They will swim out back to the ocean once they've hatched and they'll swim back up the river and the life cycle goes on. As for the rest of your favorite gear, it's really up to you. Um, I enjoy using waterproof bags when I'm crossing waterways or I'm going on a guided trip because again, it could be raining. So switching over to any type of waterproof bag is gonna ensure that you have a successful trip. And then if you're doing a day trip, You might be bringing out some snacks and some lunch with you. Um, I always think it's smart to be mindful of the wildlife that's around. There was one year where we left our stuff in a backpack, and when I went to grab our lunch, the backpack started moving around because there was an Alaskan squirrel in there. Thankfully, it was just a squirrel, but there are bears in the area, so I highly suggest keeping your snacks and food in a separate container away from your gear. Otherwise you might lose your fishing gear that you brought out with you that day. Um, Moving from there, um, some things that I did not expect to happen. My last trip, I had bought a brand new fly rod and for whatever reason that day, while you should always, always bring a backup, I did not bring one with me. And the first salmon that I had on, it just exploded. It broke. It broke. Um, I didn't have anything else with me, and it would be quite a bit of a drive to go back into town to get a new rod. So thankfully, there was actually a really kind gentleman named Dennis, who was a veteran fishing just above us, who witnessed it happen. And he watched us for a while, and I went through my pack, and I had a yoyito hand line with me, which Ron actually introduced me to hand lines. Thankfully, I had it with me. I kept fishing with that, and I actually ended up getting a salmon on. I wasn't able to land the salmon, but then Dennis came up to me and he was like, hey, you know what? Um, I have my convertible GMC van over there. He's like, if you want to go across the river, help yourself. I have about 20 rods um, across the way and just help yourself to them. So I bring that story up because I always like to pay that kindness forward. And I just think it's the Alaskan way and the fishing culture in general well, it could have been a negative experience. I think when you go out of your way to be kind to the f- people fishing next to you, it just makes or breaks the trip. So I always try to pay um, pay it forward thanks to Dennis and other people I've encountered on my fishing journeys, um, and I encourage you guys to do the same. But it was also nice. I got to talk to Dennis about these hand lines. He was like, what are you using? And uh, my friend Ron, who introduced me to these, I was able to use his Hand Reel by Exotact, X-Reel, which I've finally gotten my hands on one of these reels. Really great and compact, and comparing that one with the Oyido, man, the X-Reel is just so much more comfortable to use. Um, I highly recommend it, and we'll talk about that a little bit more towards the end here. But going on from there, um, let's, let's look at some of the features with the X-Reel. It's machined from 6061 aluminum, has a really comfortable flexible tpe finger strap the holes around the circumference um, you can put a fishing hook on it has a great little st- uh, tackle storage system that fits just inside your pocket it comes with 50 feet of 30 pound test monofilament line um, which i'll probably end up putting a lot li- a lighter line on there however something to be mindful of is that The thinner line that you use, you have the potential of cutting your hand, so it's not suggested to use braid on the x reel. It also comes with six sinkers, six hooks, and two floats are included, and then you can customize it to meet your preference. It's only 2.5 inches in diameter, 2.2 inches tall, and it only weighs 5 ounces, so it's just a really great compact thing to have with you in that moment when you walk up to the water and you're like, man, I wish I had my fishing pole. Well, now you can have that X reel in your pocket on you. And another great uh, feature I like to talk about is that it's made in the United States. So it's definitely something that we'd want to support. Um, and it comes in about, I think, four different colors. Orange, silver, black, and drab green, which is or drab olive, which is a color I got and I absolutely love. Ron,
0: you want to tell us a little bit more about the X-Reel? Yeah, thanks. uh, I've been using the X-Reel since Exotech released it. Um, And it's probably one of my favorite fishing devices. Um, I use that more than I use a pole. Um, But a lot of times I go to small ponds, small creeks, uh, wooded areas that um, it's just, pretty relaxing to go back into. Um, I have it in a pouch, a Maxpedition pouch. Um, and that way, you know, I always have it with me. Um, that's something that, I mean, after I used it, I chose to get one from my entire family, my wife, my son. Um, we all use them. Um, and we catch quite a few, um, quite a few fish on them um there is a learning curve but it doesn't take long um just stayed up to date with uh our shows and i will be doing a youtube video on teaching how to cast without any backlash and also um how to make sure that your line gets onto the reel every time um i stand behind exotac completely um I have all their fire starters. They're all the products that they make. I own. Um, They are made in the USA. Pretty positive. They still have the lifetime guarantee on them. Um, And I highly recommend these for everyone. Anyone that wants any good quality product. Definitely go with this company. Customer service is excellent. Um, And. The product itself is excellent, so, um, and they do have a newer item. It's not brand new, but it actually fits in the X-Reel, and it's, I think it's three discs, and it's really flat, but it actually has breakaway hooks. um, It has breakaway spear points, um, all that kind of stuff, so you could put that in the bottom of the X reel inside as well as whatever gear you want on the inside. So, um, and again, all their gear is quality. So I would highly recommend it. So Alyssa.
1: Yeah, no, it's a great gift to give somebody. So if someone's a survivalist, um, they're really into fishing and they don't have one, this is definitely a gift that you should get them and they will love. Um, I'm personally really excited to use the X reel on my next Alaska fishing trip, which will be between July 28th through August 8th. Um, I'm hoping to catch some footage and be catching some fish and sharing those pictures with you guys. And then on Alaska again, if if you've never fished for salmon before um, and you end up making a trip out there, I highly recommend going out with a guide um, that will make you feel much more confident And help you have a more successful trip. I have to give a shout out to the Five Dogs Outfitters. We went out with them this last, our last trip, and we had a really great guide uh, named Dallin Gentry. So I highly recommend him. There's other great outfitters out there. But if you're looking for a scenic float down the canine and you want to have a great time, I highly recommend checking them out. Well, that's about all we have for you guys today. Uh, Thanks for joining us today on Rediscovering Earth's Lost Topography as we delve into the fascinating world of earth topography and reconnecting with nature. Remember to venture outdoors, embrace the beauty of the natural world, and equip yourself with the right gear to make the most of your adventures. Until next time, stay curious, stay adventurous, and keep exploring the wonders that our planet has to offer. And before we go, we have one little giveaway uh, the storm whistles we mentioned for having in your survival pack, we're going to give one away. So if you guys check out um, on our channel on YouTube, look at the picture of the salmon I'm holding, the third person to guess the correct species, and if it's male or female, we're going to send this whistle out to you guys.
0: That's awesome. I think somebody will really appreciate that, and it's always good to carry a whistle or some kind of alert device with you. Um out in the woods, rivers, anywhere, even in neighborhoods. Um, Always good to have some kind of alert that lets people know when you need help. So um, yeah, look look at that salmon, try to figure it out and see if you can answer Alyssa's question. Make sure you do that on our YouTube channel so we can actually um, see the answers and um again i think the third person you said
1: yep third person to guess the species and if it's a male or female salmon correctly we'll send this whistle out to you
0: fantastic so i wish you all good luck and thank you guys for listening and we really truly appreciate all your time keep on listening like subscribe follow hit the bell icon stay up to date and we will uh be posting more shows, and we will talk at you at a later date. Thank you very much. Have a great one.